morning, North Point of View, Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Walter, how you doing? Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm good. Uh, it's December. We're 10 days uh, before Christmas. Time to talk about sort of the year in review and mm. uh, maybe a glimpse into 2023. 2022's um, been interesting, right? I mean, mm. um, coming out of a pandemic that saw extraordinary challenges and opportunities, and um, now capital markets into some choppy water uh, looking into the first half of next year. What, what's the big takeaway uh, for you from 2022? The uh, incredible error that the Federal Reserve is making. You know, we talked about this last year in December, and what we had anticipated was there would be a consumer goods industry recession, not an economic recession, right. just that industry. People would stop buying 14 fishing rods and, and uh, 12 bicycles and three exercycles and all of that stuff to do things from home that as soon as people felt safe, whether they were vaccinated or they had caught coronavirus, it didn't matter. Once they felt safe about going out, that was it. Nobody wants to stay home. That's right. right. So people who read the data in 2020 misread it. They said, oh, people will, don't want to go to stores. No, they wanted to. They just couldn't. Right. So as soon as the doors started to open in 2021 and by earlier 2022, it was really clear that people didn't want to buy more sweatpants. They wanted to lose some weight, look better, go out, go to the restaurant, go to Disney World. And that's what we saw. Right. And so all of a sudden we see big retailers. Oh, well, we have too much inventory. And, and it was the big retailers who had the money to pay $30,000, $40,000 to move a 40-foot container. Right. But and those numbers to... are back to the trend line now, right? 3400 from 35000 right? Well, if we talk to our friend Rick Abrilson, he does a lot of procurement yeah. to help out his clients. And he's paying below what he was paying in 2019 to yeah. move a 40-foot, right. at least from China. Right. So you're absolutely right. It has dropped to the back to the line. And, and if you know what you're doing, you can do better than where things were. Right. So then we said purchase orders for stuff coming from Asia would start getting cut around the first quarter of this year. And that's what happened. We had all of these retailers say, well, uh, we have too much inventory and we're going to manage our inventory better and we're going to reduce some of our real estate holdings and we're going to cut some some, you know, some employees and, okay, so that was good. The problem is, is that if you decide today that you need to cut your purchase orders from Asia, you can't do anything for the next seven months. You can only cut stuff that would arrive in seven months or eight months or nine months because right. you place an order with your, your contractor in China, within a week or maybe two, they've already bought the raw materials. Sure. If you, you cut that order at that point, you'll never be able to use them again. They're sure. not there to take inventory, raw material inventory risk. They're there to take the risk of serving you. So March to October, eh, about seven months. And what happens? The volumes start falling off the cliff. In the West Coast, part of the fall off the cliff is the fear that the ILWU was gonna finally have a strike. They made a mistake. You should have done it in June yeah. or July, but right. they, they the fear didn't. is still there, yeah. and the result is 
diminishing cargo flow through the West Coast. Exactly. So yeah. the other thing you use the ILWU for these days is to go chase tumbleweeds across the container yards. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get in trouble for that. Do they have tumbleweeds in the port of LA? (laughs) (laughs) They probably do now. So anyways, we said seven months later, we'd see a transportation recession. What have we seen in the last month or two? And container rates falling off a cliff, back down below where they used to be in 2019. The volumes, there are no ships waiting to get in on the West Coast. Birth utilization looks like it's 50%, which yeah. is really low for yes. the number of terminals they have. The East Coast, you still have some ships waiting, but a lot of folks had to deviate their cargo. You know, they were concerned, what's the ILWU going to do? So um, we had the freight recession. So consumer goods recession, not an economic recession, right. freight recession. And then we would be okay, except the Federal Reserve thinks that we're, you know, we need to control our demand. Food prices are through the roof. Oh, is that because we've become big obese pigs and we're eating 20% more? Or is it because last year or this year, we had the Mississippi River drop to its lowest in, in ever. Uh, other rivers dropped to really low levels, not only in, the, in North America, but Asia and Europe. Food production in the Northern Hemisphere this year has been way below what was needed. As, as my 19-year-old daughter said, it's a supply issue, not a demand issue. Exactly. <laughs> so she gets it, but this this Paolo nincompoop, he's like, no, I, I, I'm going to be like Paul Volcker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to solve, I'm going to be like Paul Volcker in 1982. Yo, dude, 1982, we had a demand problem. That's what Volcker had to go after. You're not Paul Volcker. You will never be Paul Volcker. And... What he's trying to do is to solve, yes, there is strong demand, but there's very, very weak supply. It's the weakest we've ever, ever, I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And I was a macroeconomist like these people, Mark. I, I get it. You know, I used to sit in that helicopter 50,000 feet over the planet looking down and trying to guess what was happening because there were so many clouds I couldn't see. Well, you know, 16 years ago, I moved to zero feet. I look up to the economic structure, and it is so obvious. Anyways, I send a column, an op-ed to the Wall Street Journal. I hope they have the guts to publish it. Uh, but they basically, no, nah, they probably won't. I'm not anticipating that they will at all. But the reality is, is that the Fed has made a big mistake. So um, as we come out of this year, we see that the um, 10-year minus the uh, three-month yield, gov- government bond yields, that spread is negative, meaning yeah, the yield inverted. curve is inverted. Yeah. Now, if you look back in history, we've never had an inversion without a recession following that, but the time between the inversion and the recession is variable. It can be almost immediate, and in past recessions, it can be almost a year. So we don't know when that happens, but to be smart, we also look at, you know, I don't care that this thing has worked four times in a row in the last four recessions, because that's what people like to look at. Been following the credit spreads. The uh, BAA, Moody's BAA minus the 10-year yield has been going up. So that's a flashing indicator that we're going into a recession. But I haven't seen the AAA from the Moody's yields uh, spread over treasuries go up at all. In fact, if anything, it's been 
horizontal. So what that's telling me is, is until I see the AAA minus the 10-year yield begin to go up, I think it's premature to time when that recession would occur. And I think as we um, sort of take a look at um, 2023, what it seems to me is a fair amount of uncertainty um, in the first half of next year, but with some real opportunities probably in the second half of the year. I agree with you completely. It is just like this year. The first half was great. The second was bad. Next year, the first half is bad. The second half would be good. Hey, let's do this, Walter. Uh, I think we're running into um, sort of our limit on time for for this session. Mm -hmm. Great to catch up. Obviously, recap, uh, 2022. Fed creates unnecessarily uh, un- unnecessary issues, right? Right. Uh, and the uh, the solution is pretty simple. Whether we can get there or not is another thing, right? That's right. Listen, they're creating opportunities for those of us who know <laughs> to run into the you know into the into the chaos, not run away from it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Walter's great to catch up. This is a great time of year. Uh, Appreciate being with you. Thanks, Walter. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Mark. All right. Merry See you Christmas. guys. Merry Christmas.